we've reached that next level of success as a podcast. Like first, there's like a meter. First, there's start your show. Then there's like reach 50 episodes. Then there's reach 100 episodes. Then there's there's get stickers. Gets where it gets stickers. And we're at get finally stickers. we made it. You are now listening to good, bad, or bullshit. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Opinions are super cool, and we have them. My name is Crofton Steers, and I am very tired today. Uh, with me today are two of my favorite broski slash gal pals. Uh, first is uh, Michael Hodgins. Michael, welcome to the program. Hello, Crofton. Hello, GBB listeners. And of course, uh, alongside Michael is uh, his longtime friend and my gal pal, uh, Bo Schwartz. Hello, gal pal. How are you doing today? Did you do any shopping? Oh my God, I'm like playing this. Yeah, you're being like super. Get our mind listeners to go Hello. listen to the feminist episode and be like, we're not complete chauvinist assholes. But gal no, pal but I- implies some stuff that maybe I don't I know. Incorrect. But then you went on about shopping and all these like women like shopping, right, Bo? Is that right? <laughs> I, I, I'm too I tired to come to up sh- with that. I, I stand properly shamed. Okay, you were you were about to say before we started recording. You wanted to say something, but what was it? <laughs> okay, something well, about Harper. Well, okay, so just a few hours ago, I saw this viral ad, and you know, um, from Stephen Harper calling out the NDP and the Liberals. Those are the Democrats in Canadian politics for trying to make Netflix cost more uh, through the law because we're very, we consume a lot of American TV and movies. And so there's a lot of effort in, uh, I think, Canada to, you know, protect Canadian content. So I think, I don't understand all the reasons, but there's some sense of, oh, Netflix or, you know, let's let's charge them more. And um, Stephen Harper came out and said, you know what, guys, my favorite show is Breaking Bad. And I don't want Netflix to cost more because I think Canadians like Netflix. So vote for me is a vote for Netflix. And I don't know who I'm more angry with. Netflix for allowing this to happen, which maybe they can't do anything about and had no say in. Or the conservatives for even giving me a little inkling of wanting to vote for them because man has an issue never swayed me as much <laughs> as the price of Netflix. It's so important to me as a Canadian. And politics, like, man. It's hard like, stuff. Like anything in politics, I'd be like, what's the truth of that thing? You know, because the thing is like the conservatives are, are always saying like, you know, they're going to ra- uh, the liberals will raise your taxes. But then you look at the sort of fine print about that and it's kind of a workaround like in specific situations. You know, it's all politics. So I'd be like, you need to you need to always know the whole story. You can never listen to any political ad and take it at face value because it's always a bunch of sort of half truths. Well, what's coming out with that is first there's like a giant social media thing where people are doing like hashtag Harper Netflix or whatever, or Harper is a TV show and they're coming up with all these titles of potential Netflix TV shows like Orange is the New Government, uh, referring to <laughs> like to one. the uh, the NTP and, and other, other, um, other ones like there's a lot of like arre- instead of arrested development, arrested senators or whatever. Uh, <laughs> But 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 the big thing, the big funny thing to me, and this is what frustrates me so much, Mike, you were talking about democracy in a previous episode and how you sell ideas and how you sell stuff. 
I'm not sure if you've ever gone into a grocery store and you've seen like uh, something that it claims to be gluten free because right now everybody hates gluten. Not and me. I love gluten. Right, yeah. but they, they <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like the popular thing to hate. So you see something, it's like this is gluten free, and sometimes that makes sense, like bread, but then sometimes you'll you'll get like I don't know milk or something and it'll say like gluten-free they, they slap gluten-free on everything it's like what they did with cholesterol free way back uh, way back when anyway so what harper here has done is he's he nobody nobody has talked about adding any sort of tax to netflix or anything like that and so he's just released an ad saying that he is also he is not going to tax netflix but nobody has said that they would, and now both other parties are like, well, we're not going to do that either. But as soon as you say like, hey, we're not going to do that, but maybe the other guys will, <laughs> uh, it's, really, it's really like a dirty – it's really a dirty trick. And the funniest part that, 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 that's getting a lot of traction, thankfully, is that they have already tried in the 2014 budget to tax Netflix. And uh, <laughs> so it's complete hypocrisy as well. Oh, man. Politics, it's such a dirtbag game. Yeah, but Netflix is a, is a great game. I just like how uh, how Harper dropped the, the, that his favorite show is Breaking Bad. I feel like that's trying to sell that he is not an android, that he is a human. I would I also be like, isn't he human. the tough on, tough on crime kind yeah, of ca- no. candidate? So he's like, except I really enjoy meth right. dealing when In it's fictional. I think it uh, humanizes him. No, but Who? see, that's that's a hundred percent. Stephen Harper, because it's like, oh, he's not. What he's all, trying to do, Bo, he's, he's not, just worked on. He's you. not all about prisons. He also appreciates the struggle of Walter White having cancer and needing to sell drugs as a last ditch effort to provide for his family, even if they hate him for it. What he what he just did was pandered to people who love Breaking <laughs> Bad, like you. I know. And Isn't it that worked. what politics is, though? It's pandering. It, and he, what's funny about it too is he started. It, it reminded me of a robot trying to sell that he's a human, because he's he's like one thing you might not know about me is I enjoy movies and television shows, <laughs> like other human beings, oh uh, <laughs> including um, name a popular show here. Uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking. I enjoy that very much. Vote Harper. <laughs> you know. So anyway, it's uh... politics. Eh? Politics. Maybe it'll come up as a random topic once we start the random topic generator. Yeah, just uh, for our American uh, compatriots, we are currently in uh, an election uh, campaign here in Canada. So uh, every episode for the next 11 weeks, you may hear one (laughs) or the other of us or the third of us opine about the state of the campaign and that and don't worry we're also still laughing about donald trump everyone finds that so hilarious wait i hope he becomes president it'll be are we voting in 11 weeks on this guy um in yeah 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 in canada yeah that's the longest election period since 1876 or something that's crazy yeah but in the states it's way longer it's very different all right let's go let's do a topic Okay, the topic today is patents. Um, Yes, is is that like when you patent something? Yeah, like so you (laughs) you make an invention 
and then you you patent it, which is legal protection of that thing. <laughs> so it's like think, you're doing the definition, like 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 the bad dictionary definition, like patent to patent a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, like thank I, you, dictionary. I'm pretty sure I've already told everybody I'm tired. If, no, someone, no, if someone doesn't have any idea what a patent is, you've done nothing to clarify what it okay, is. Okay, so, I know what patents are. I think. You want, okay, I you take the what stab. they are are legal protections for intellectual property. That sounds like it's I like would very, probably agree with that. Yeah, it's a very like broad and ba- basic yeah. definition. What's the difference between a patent and a copyright? Uh, well, I think copyright is for specific uh, published things. Um, like you have a book, you know, you wrote a book. It's a one. It's a piece of creative thing. You can copyright it or a TV show or something like that. And other people can't replicate it without. But I think a patent is more like you might patent a certain part that is used in automobile. I don't know, say like airbag deployment, you patent this new airbag deployment system. And then if anyone wants to use that, that piece of a, an airbag deployment system, they have to pay you because you own the patent to it. Yeah. It's like, it's more for inventions, but I think honestly, it's a good, it's a good, um, uh, you're right to ask that. Cause I think they're quite similar in the intellectual let, property. Let me, let me offer what about up the trademarks. Well, let What's me offer up the Wikipedia definition because this probably oh. will clarify it for you. Wikipedia is good, by the we way. Stop You've been doing with, this a lot lately. We gotta though. stop cheating with Wikipedia. I thought we I know. agreed no Wikipedia. Well, it's, it's like you're taking your brain out, and we don't want to argue the wrong thing, right? And I think there's some some boundaries on this. But in in our polygamy well, Mike seems episode, seems to be doing a good job of telling poly- me what it is. In, in our polygamy episode, it muddied the waters because it added polyamory, which I still am like, like. I don't. Man, really, I'm so regretful that we are argued the right thing in the polygamy episode. No, it was, it was the broad definition of polygamy, but anyways, whatever. What is right, Wikipedia so it's a set of exclusive rights granted by a sovereign state to an inventor or assignee for a limited period of time in exchange for detailed public disclosure of an invention. An invention is a solution to a specific technological problem and is a product or a process, and they are a form of intellectual property, which makes me think that Crofton's right to ask about the copyright thing because... There, if there, he likes buckets. Crofton, you like your buckets. Intellectual property is like a giant bucket, and in it, there's like copyright, patents, and probably trademarks fits in there as well. But and, that's and a different subset. Too, so, to, so all that stuff we're going to be talking about today: copyright, trademarks, no. and patents. No, no. Let's just keep it on patents. So, okay, so what's the difference between so, trademarks? A patent and isn't it? Is it's a it's an invention, but but like a song isn't an invention. What's Spider-Man? That's copyright. Okay. Because it's a create it's a creative sort of it's not an invention. Like you don't take Spider-Man and use it to process milk into homogenized milk. You know, like it, uh, an invention is a physical thing. It's a, it's like a tool or like both said I guess a process. Now, to put it in What's, terms that you're trying to relate to, your video game console is likely protected by patents because it's a means of you know, enjoying interactive video content, you know, so you can't just do it with the software. You need hardware to do this for you. It's a process, you know, an invention that allows you to enjoy specific types of entertainment. So, so and, then the, and then the, and then the games you play on the console, those are copyright protected. So what's trademarked? Trademark is just like the title. 
A trademark's super simple. So the New York Times? Yeah, probably. Or like Mattel or some like trademark for the name of your company. You don't want other people using that name. It's all the same thing, but I feel Kleenex. like let's bring it back to patents and patent law. You can only bring it back to patents when you know what you're talking about. Well, so, it's things. All right. Okay. So it's like, it's yeah. so if you come up with an invention, then you don't copyright it, you don't trademark it, you patent your invention. Yeah. Okay. And it can be a whole, I know that it can be whole invent it can be like whole machines or it can be just parts parts of machines or like it, it's pretty broad. I think you know for our discussion, not because we're not legal experts experts on patent law but the bottom line is that these things exist for i think the idea behind them is it's supposed to be like your company or an individual you've invested time money research etc into inventing something new and that once you put that invention out on the market uh if you don't have protection, anyone can just say, oh, I'm just going to like make a knockoff and make a bunch of money and I'm a better businessman than you, Mr. Inventor, so I'm going to make all the money. Uh, and that doesn't seem fair. So patents, the idea is it like now you've made the invention, you put in the time, the research, whatever, you now have the right to uh, receive royalties or payments when other people want to use that invention, which, which seems fair when you think about it like that. Yeah, but – and I think we get to where we're at in the current climate today because probably if you've encountered the word patent in one way or another, it's in the form, it's in the term patent troll. And I'm the the most recent example I can think of this is that there was somebody out there who had purchased. So you, so the thing is, if you invent something, you can actually sell your patent to like controlling interests, like companies, like Google owns millions of patents <laughs> that they keep locked away that they earn money from like a, a large part of what a lot of tech companies do among other companies is just hold on to patents there was a huge uh, legal battle across several countries between apple and samsung over their galaxy and apple phones about you know the swiping who held the patent for that but there are a lot of opportunists who didn't invent anything who buy up patents and who try to enforce them in a court of law and as it specifically affected us um, although we weren't targeted, was someone claimed to have invented podcasting and wanted to get royalties from us. And had that been ratified in Canada, in order to do this podcast, we might have to retroactively pay something and continue didn't to they, pay something. Didn't they sue Adam Carolla? Well, they, they target the big fish in those cases, right? So, um, yes, famously, I think Adam Carolla was the most vocal in that he made it a, a big subject on a show. I didn't listen to it, but I did read headlines about how they were being very like, this person's a troll, there's no legitimate claim on it, um, and we're not going to be giving any money or responding to any threats. And a lot of times how patent trolls operate is that they don't want to go to court, they just want to threaten you, and you settle, and they've won. And, you know, it muddies the waters for legitimate cases of patents versus, you know, people trying to gouge money. I don't understand at all. I, if, it's, if it's an invention that you come up with, how can somebody else well, you can, troll you with it? Well, like, no, they, they buy the pesticide. So say you're in the inventor. You invent this thing and you apply for a patent. So now you own the intellectual okay. property. Then some big company says, like, oh, this thing's going to take off here. We'll pay you a million dollars. For the, for your patent and you're just an inventor, you're like great. Uh, I'm happy to have it. They okay. take it, 
they watch anyone who's doing anything that might be similar to this thing and suing and suing that person. Because, like, what it comes down to, it's not just like, like we talked about, you know, the very basic thing of like, it's protection for your intellectual property, you did the work, whatever. But a lot of this just winds up in courts where people with through legal action or threat of legal action essentially just quash people using new technologies or try to squeeze, you know, blood from a stone from other people using it who might not even know they're using it. The podcast example was a good one because it's like people are just like, oh, whatever. You just record something, put it on the internet, right? How can someone what? own that? There's tons that? of detailed work that goes into this, Hodgins. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but in any, but the thing is, is some of these things can get so specific. Like you might not even know. Like there's a whole bunch – like when you go to submit a patent, I think half of what the legal people you hire to do is search other patents to see if the thing you have is enough different to get its own patent. And so because there's so many things out there, because you might invent something that you legitimately think, oh, this is a sweet invention. And maybe you did come up with it on your own, but it might just so happen that somebody else in like 1913 or something invented the same thing and some company holds a patent on it and is just waiting for someone to use it. Because like that's there's so much that's patented. Like that's so the kind of issue. What is I don't understand why patents are transferable. So like if if I created something, how is it that I'm able to sell that? Like I'm the one that created it, so I sell it to company X for X amount of money. The the patent. I it's still me who created it. it. Seems like they shouldn't even have the right to be able to buy it. Like it's no, like that it seems happens, like like what is the justification? The I guess what is the justification for why patents can be sold? Why wouldn't you just have it? I patent it when I die. I mean, like the patent's done. No, but once you, like if you sell your patent, you don't even have the right to use it without paying it. This is again back to copyright, but there's this. But really I don't funny... under I don't understand why that is allowed to sell your patent. Like because why... that's the whole point. You're you're putting it into like legal a legal like you so you, you can't. Well, let's it. say let's say you invent a cancer curing drug. You, you just magically hit you lightning. You stayed up all night. You came up with it. It works. It's tested. It's peer reviewed. You came up with it. You hold the patent. And and but you have no like have you ever worked for a pharmaceutical company? No, but do if you, I manage to develop this, I probably have some skills. But do you want to spend the twenty four hours a day for the rest of your life working on this thing, or would you rather just say, you know what, give me ten million, you guys save the world, I did my part? And I think a lot of people who are patent holders take that option not everyone you might say cut me 10 percent or cut me whatever percentage points but you can give them the recipe or the formula or whatever without necessarily like well, yeah you but can, they can't and then they can pay it. you royalties so like that's yeah. your option as well um but there comes a point where you might have to renew your own patent it costs money to apply for a patent i don't know what it costs um i don't think it but the point is is that your patent can be bought just like yeah. copyrights can be bought to different intellectual properties like comic book characters or whatever. If you watch just, Dragons, just, then they're Bo's all. example makes kind of sense to me, like like his example. But I still, like, without having a good reason of why you could transfer a patent or why you can sell a patent, it sounds really stupid to me. Like, it's like somebody comes up with an idea for something. It's your, your, you've come up, you've created something, invented something, whatever. You patent it and say, this is my thing I created. And then it's like. So it's like it belongs to you whether you like it or not because you are the guy who invented it or girl that invented the thing. 
Yeah, I don't understand why it's allowed for you to to sell the patent patent because it, there's because it's money to be made, right? So like that's a big business. I, I think that's a big that's things. a big question. I mean, we could tomorrow go to par- government or parliament and say, "Listen, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't be able to sell these things. Let's change." Like that's just what we decide, or somebody in history, or the people. I feel decided. like there must be an advantage to it. There must be something that I'm not thinking of with regards to selling patents and maybe both thing like companies do things selfishly. So, I mean, they're not going to make the cancer curing drug unless they're reap all the profits. I, I don't, I don't know, but like, that's the part that, cause I might want the option to sell. Like it might be like, you know what? I don't want royalties. I want to unload it, the whole thing for a big windfall, you know? Oh. But yeah, no, see, I understand that you would, but that's like you wanting money and stuff. I'm talking about in the, 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 in theory. I feel like it's a moral question almost like it doesn't make any sense to sell uh, the, the idea of the patent is to say, I invented this. If I understand correctly, what you guys were saying, I invented this. This is this is like, you know, my my protected idea. And then it's like, okay, you can have my idea now. Now it's your idea, and it's not even mine anymore. Yeah, but it's, That's it's bullshit. It's it, just this. But it's just the same as private property. You got to think about it like this. Like, say you have a piece of land, and you build a house on it. It's your house. You own it. Um, you can live in it as long as you want. And your children can live in it and whatever. You can use it like a house or you can sell it to someone and it becomes their house. You still built it, uh, but it might be more valuable. You might want to move. You might want you – know, maybe you're done with that house. It's the same thing except it's an invention and not like – it's just it, – it is, it is treated like property. It's a good way to think about it. Yeah, I guess. I, there's a really funny story, and this is more copyright, which I find hilarious. I'm a fan of John Fogarty and CCR, as I think you guys are as well, because they're awesome. Um, so at one point, John Fogarty, when he was with CCR, wrote a bunch of songs, and he was under contract with a record company. And then he didn't like his contract, so he just quit. He just quit, and because he violated the terms of his contract, all, all the copyrights to his songs became owned by the record company. And then later, he wrote he wrote other songs and um they sued him because the song sounded too much like john fogarty songs and they owned all these ccr john fogarty songs so they 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 sued him for copyright infringement he's john fogarty (laughs) it got thrown out but it's like a famous insane uh copyright because someone had there was money to be made right and it was it was that his songs were similar they owned the copyright uh, and they were similar enough because obviously he writes in a style that they were able to sue. And that's what happens with patents too. Like you might make an invention. But that was copyright, right? We yeah, but I mean, we're talking about intellectual property. But the same thing is true of that. You might make an invention and it's unique. And then someone looks it up and says like, you know what? This is very similar in principle to the invention that I made 10 years ago. And I never used it or brought it to market. But I own the patent. And I think when Bo's talking about patent trolls, I think that's part of it. So, like, they these companies will buy up patents that are just sitting around because there's tons of patents that are, like, unused, right? Uh, you can buy them all up. And instead of bringing – and this is a part of the issues with patents. Instead of bringing them to market, like, these are neat inventions, right? They could help the world. They could – people would like it, whatever. Instead of doing that, these companies just buy them and sit on them. And then if you come along and you actually start – 
you make something, you make a product, and you, unbeknownst to you, you kind of use something that they own a patent on, and it might be really like simple, a process or something like that, and you weren't even aware of it, then they sue you. And I think that's a lot of what the patent troll is about. Like they don't use the patents to make products or inventions. They just sit on them and then sue people uh, for for infringing on their patent rights and just try to milk the money out of them. I think the I think the specifically with the tech sector is that a lot of these patents that were written, you know, in the eighties and the nineties and everything was vague and ambiguous and open to interpretation as well. Like that's a big issue that we might grant patents a little too loosely, you know? So like in the podcasting example, it was like a a means of transmitting audio over wires or something like that, which is like kind of describes the internet but not in a very sophisticated way you know it's very layman language so can you just have an idea and not even have it worked out in any way shape or form and have it patented like could i could i say uh i'm patenting a holographic phone that displays like facetime except it's a hologram of people's faces a la star wars things that pop up i don't know that you're required to have a working prototype I think it does get reviewed by a judge. Does you think like someone? There's an approvals process on patents for sure. There's patent but office. I, I don't. Albert think, Einstein famously worked for a patent office. I don't know what the requirements are for vetting. You know, crap patents. You know. So I could just come up with crazy science fiction ideas, uh, and then go into a patent office and like patent them all, and then when somebody. Like in the future, a hundred years from now, makes one. I can just sue them. Well, well my, you'd be my, dead. Yeah, I'll get my daughter to <laughs> well, sue them. Potentially, I I'll think pass along the patent. I, I wonder if it's possible to patent something that you have an idea for but can't like make a prototype of quite yet. Well, I think when they incru- include like if it's a, if you're talking about a device, I feel like there are some things required, and, and I might be just making this up. But like if if, if in a hundred years someone comes along and Crofton patented like he patented like um, transporters, sort of like Star Trek, but said they're a bit different. You go through like a wire instead of the air and then someone invents that you know in a hundred years and then they get sued by crofton's daughter because she's a patent troll by then um then then they say me so proud (laughs) (laughs) you raised your well uh and then they say okay yeah well his patent said you know transporting through through a wire or whatever but here's the specific schematics of the thing we developed blah 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 and then they lay it all out someone might review that and be like yeah okay you know his patent only was a concept and this one has them some some really specific stuff in it which he doesn't own so maybe then they don't own it like i don't think you can be that general listen to this i just saw this because bo's using wikipedia so now i'm cheating too come on you uh, cheaters United States patent laws do not require you to have a prototype in order to apply for a patent. All that is required is that you be able to describe the invention so that others could both make and use it. So while you do need to have some kind of identifiable embodiment, you can start by proving your concept on paper. So, like, I just draw a picture of a Star Trek teleporter, be like, okay, so... You know, you start here and then you disappear into the air and then you appear here because of the metachlorines. Um, and <laughs> and then, then I'd be like, please give me money. Right. I have but to then, imagine. But then the, anyone who invents it is like, yeah, but mine doesn't use metachlorines and he said they did. So not patent infringement. Like, I just think that 
why it's such a muddy thing is because so so much of it is convoluted like that. People just make up vague things and then try to sue other people. This is tied so heavily to like the legal profession. Yeah, to as- lawyers. It's, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is a throwback to our lawyers episode <laughs> and how they how they have like the codex of law of all these different things that nobody else can interpret and in the end act in a parasitic way to essentially extract money from all the rest of us. That's anyway, this is getting me frustrated. So there's other interesting examples though, like um, Elon Musk, This he's like the famous billionaire of electric cars and other inventions. He founded PayPal. PayPal, right. PayPal was that made him rich, and then he's done all this like SpaceX or and um, Tesla cars. He seems like a legitimately interesting guy. Uh, so what he did was he released all the Tesla patents, I think, which uh, recently, which is considered a big move uh, because if you want to build something better for the world, if you give patents away for free, what you're essentially telling other companies is like, hey, you can just now you can make your own electric cars like we have, and and it's like it's it's seen as like a kind of gift to the future because instead of just being a sort of miser and saying you're all going to pay through the teeth to use this technology by releasing patents, you're encouraging this stuff to to bloom in the world, and I think what the patents some one way to look at it is that it stifles it, it stifles growth because people are or, or creativity or innovation because no one wants to pay all these patents out for all the little pieces they might need to create a bigger invention, but half of them are patents. It might cost you more money to buy out the patents than to build the thing. Yeah, I like how how much you use p in that sentence to pay out the patents of the pieces. And the, the did people. I mention he owns PayPal? And there's there, there's no more better example of why no this could be such a great thing for for all kinds of industry and culture in the you know software movement. Open source uh, is a big thing in 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 the computer world. So like you know if if the only browser you could use was like Netscape. You know, that would really suck if they had all the patents. But no, we've got Firefox. So we've got an alternative made by the community with open source things where no one's saying like, yeah, you can use this plugin or you can use this essential piece of software code, but it's going to cost you for every download or whatever. So like having free stuff like that is huge. And it is a big deal that te- if te- I didn't realize Tesla uh, released their patents for other yeah, pretty recent. That's like, like a big step since. to say like, you know, yes, it's not all about money. It's about making our communities better, but advancing technology. That is incredible. And we well, need more people like that. Because the other problem with some of this stuff is that I think another famous example of patent is the telephone. You got Alexander Graham Bell, which were all like, woot, woot, Canada. We invented something. Or someone from here did. Basketball. But some, but some other dude... <laughs> Some other dude also invented the telephone. I can't remember who it was because no one gives a shit about him because he didn't get the patent office first. And, and, Wasn't and James Naismith. He invented basketball. Who cares about him? I'm just um, Canadian. <laughs> in any, so in any case, the telephone is one of those things. And the other guy argue, arguably even invented it before Alexander Graham Bell. And then, But he got his patent in first. So that's a frustrating I, isn't the famous example with that Nikola Tesla and Edison? Did isn't Edison like? Didn't he steal a ton of? He, well, Tesla's ideas turned a lot on being like super genius. It used to be that everything, and now it's been revealed that he just patented a lot of shit first. Well, and well, I think Tesla that that's, worked for Edison. So yeah, 
But like that, a lot of the thing is the stuff you produce in your job is not owned by you. It's owned by your employer. And that's the same case for that. So he he worked for him and he's like, yeah, I came with these ideas. He's like, well, I'm your boss. I own his stuff. And that's the thing. If you look into like most employment contracts, like your employer owns the intellectual property you create. Every you employment agreement. You can't just take it out and do stuff with it. And people have been sued for that too, for leaving work and been like, oh, I made this thing and be like, no, nah, you don't own it, even though you invented it because we employed you and we own it. Yeah, well, you've signed a, an employment agreement giving away that right. That's your... There's a difference, a though, between that and saying that you created it, right? Well, like, I mean, they might say our company created it and, and it's the Edison company. And so, yeah. you know, it gets associated with his name. But but the back to the phone one, I think it was literally that these two things happen independently, um, you know, because the, the, the technology was probably going in that direction. It was sort of who's going to get there first. And then Alexander Graham Bell got the patent. So he gets the fame. You know, we have Bell. I don't even know who the other guy what the other guy's name is. But again, it's, it's probably frustrating for that person because it's not like they just didn't think of it. Uh, they did think of it independently, but now someone owns the idea. And that seems kind of like bullshit because if you didn't like actively steal it from someone, you know, and you came up with it on your own, it seems unfair that someone else can be like, oh, sorry, I thought of that. Like, I don't know how many times I've been like some TV show has come out and, and I've been like, man, I thought of it. I thought of that idea like well, 10 years ago. But And, and then, like, yeah, like, like a lot of what this because a lot of what we're talking about here, I think Crofton, like, it was astute in his reaction for like, how is it fair to sell things? And when you mentioned the Tesla giving away um, or just making it open source for their Elon patents, Musk. Elon Musk or the organization like like to me I'm th- I, I immediately think of all those opportunists all those business people who are successful in the way that we structure our society going like haha a bunch of fools let's see if there's an opportunity in here to use these to make money we have a, a, a lot of our culture still does promote you know what Mike was saying which was yes like owning Owning stuff is important because that is how you exploit. And the more patents or the more property or the more um, the more of anything that you own that you can exploit, then the higher your position, higher your case in our society. And, and that might be, you know, as a part of a company or as an individual or as the head of a company. And and I think I think it is problematic. I think. We do want to protect people's rights if people create art or they create inventions or they create things. I think the spirit in which we do this is correct. I think that we have a really big problem on our hands um, with how it's a puzzle piece that fits into the way that we organize ourselves. And I think we still do promote opportunism and selfishness more than anything. That's what makes that thing astounding. And I I wouldn't... Just before we all get super excited about... A Tesla, um, Tesla and Elon Musk. Like, look, he's starting uh, a new industry in which he requires a sizable amount of infrastructure, including charging stations across the country. I mean, he's on the boots on the ground first with this idea. He opens it up to everyone. He makes it open to everyone, and it will allow a, a much more rapid expansion of his own business. I mean, like, yes, it's good, but d- d- I'm not I don't, saying he's I, an angel or that. No, he, no, I, I, I just think it's coming across that. Well, that well here. Okay, just you know, non-selfish reasons, but I bet there is some benefit he's going to get out of this. Absolutely, and the infrastructure one is a good one because it's a lot of investment on them. And and, uh, um, 
and isn't it similar to just Microsoft versus Apple that f- why PCs got so popular was kind of things were open sourced and but anyways the example I saw this news story the other day that made my head want to explode and it was kind of you know obviously presented in a way that made my head want to explode and it's about pharmaceutical companies which pretty much when you start with that already makes you angry so there's this drug I don't know what it's called and it treats this very rare disease that almost nobody has but it's fatal and it presents in like children so you're like you got this happy seven-year-old kid looks really cute and you're like oh what a wonderful kid they'll have a great life and then they get this disease that almost no one gets and they're gonna die and they can get this drug uh but the drug costs five hundred thousand dollars a year every year for life it's not a cure but it will give them a normal life but they have to take it like every every two weeks this infusion of this stuff and it will give them normal life five hundred thousand dollars a year now this pharmaceutical company owns the patent to this drug and it's no one else has the the patent to it they can't make it apparently the drug costs less than one percent of that amount of money to make but they can charge whatever they want and the worst part is a lot of the initial research that went into making it was done in universities probably 80 percent of the research was done in universities to get it there but they're the ones that own the patent on the actual final drug and they did do the work to make it you know the final drug but now they own it and they can charge whatever they want and essentially like governments end up paying for it because nobody can afford that right you know and 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 governments don't want to let some child die uh, for the cost of a drug, so they just milk the system for it. it, and that seems so criminal. But that's like patent law. And it, it's interesting because this whole conversation, I've thought of patents as I don't know. Maybe you think about it as sci-fi inventions. You think about the future. We've talked about stuff like phones or or, or Tesla or any of these things. But really. Uh, where patent law seems to be practiced a lot is in the healthcare field and with drugs and pharmaceuticals, um, and that's really, really frustrating. And you you hear these um, often these disclaimers about because now sometimes there's a, what is it a generic versions mm-hmm. of the drugs. And there'll be big scare tactics like, oh, don't use the generic version, you know, or you're going to get sick if you use that version. Um, and, and that's like the whole concept of, of that, that people are getting sick and we have the cure to these people. But like, you know, that cure is not accessible because a company is trying to make exorbitant amounts of money. It seems to me that negates a lot of the goodwill that comes from the patent process, the idea that you're protecting an idea. Because there's a lot of pop culture, a lot of I can't even think of a movie, but I know there's at least one that's about somebody stealing somebody else's idea and it's, you know, becoming rich and then the other guy's poor and then he eventually somebody discovers him or whatever. Like there's this is a, a common trope in um in, in pop culture, the idea like, oh, you need to protect your idea or these cruel business lords will take advantage of you when in fact like it feels to me that the removal of the patent system in its entirety may do less harm than keeping it in its current state like it sounds pretty dysfunctional it does but then people will use the the argument of like well why should i spend all these hours in like pharmaceuticals always talk about r&d right the research and development and for some drugs certainly they invest you know billions of their own dollars and they say well why would i do that why would i spend that money if then when i make it you know generic drug company just says you 
doink, and then they make all this money and sell it cheaper. Like that's the idea. So some people say that what patent law helps do is allow people the security to take risks on new things and new inventions. And clearly it's a super muddy thing because you want to be like, yeah, if someone wants to spend all this time, you you, you like to, to, to make something new, to invent something new. You like to think that they're going to at least be able to make a good living off it or do well off their invention. But yeah, like that fear that you said of people that if you don't have that protection, someone's just going to take it. Uh, but uh, you know, this comes down to the fact that we we live in a society that everything is based about how much money you can make, and you know, like that that's what that's what drives people, not like the goodwill of of humanity. You know, <laughs> like as much as you like, the, you know, it'd be great if pharmaceutical companies just exist to try to cure people of disease. They, ultimately, they exist because they make money. People are sick; they don't want to die, and they'll pay you money if you can make them not die. And you know. I don't think it has to be like that, but that's the way it is now. And so for it to keep functioning, I feel like, I mean, people won't need those. Or that's the theory. You need the protection I, or else you won't take the risk. I feel like there's other – like, okay, you go into a, a grocery store and there's craft dinner and then there's like President's Choice or Irresistib or whatever, some other craft dinner that's exactly the same. It's, that, it's like a generic whatever version of craft dinner. But so your example of like, yeah, I can understand why they well, – why would we invest in R&D? Why would we do all this stuff? The, the reality is you still get to sell. You invent the product. You're the creator of it. You sell it first. By the time other people figure it out, you've already made a tidy sum. And then like, I mean, people are always going to sell at a profit. Like your competitors are going to sell at a profit eventually as well. You just might make a less egregious amounts of money than you would if you held the patent to it. So, I mean, like I understand, I understand that their argument, but their argument is really just, no, we want, we don't want to be rich. We want to be Scrooge McDuck, filthy rich. Like that's so it, I, anyway, welcome to capitalism. I'm ready for a verdict on this. <laughs> All right, let's bring in the animals. Order, I say. Order in the court. All right, so I'm going to step up to the plate first. Uh, patents, man, talk about a divisive issue because I feel pulled in both directions. I definitely like that we protect people who invent things because these self-same Scrooge McDuck rich companies and individuals we're talking about without the patent system would be like, sweet invention, man. Let, let me let me see how you made that. Oh, okay. I'm just writing something in my notebook. It's not copying your process at all. And then they go and make money. Um, that's what patents, that's its intended use. So... I feel like that is a very positive thing in the type of capitalist system that uh, many countries run on. Uh, you know, so it's I, I look at it and I say there are some real problems with our patent system. And I think the patent system, while it's there to protect inventors, it's not like having ownership on things leaves it ripe for exploitation. And we need to be conscientious of that and, and take action and not let it just run rampant. As you can see, a lot of people are trying to make a living off of being patent trolls. And that's a clear symptom. And I think a lot of people acknowledge it, that there are problems with this system. Uh, that being said, I do agree that with the 
original intended spirit of patents, which is to protect inventors who are not savvy businessmen in many cases, but people who volunteer a lot of time and fail often to do things to better humanity. And we just hear about the success stories. So for that reason, I'm going to say that patents are good. Uh, okay, I'll go. I'll go next. Honestly, um, I think both of you guys have thought about patents a lot more than I have in my life so far. Maybe that's due to my lack of anything resembling a good and innovative idea. But um, I could see how patents would be something that that would rue your life. Like you'd rue the day you crossed as somebody that owned a patent to an idea that you thought you created, or uh, if you didn't patent an idea and um, and, and somebody uh, somebody stole your idea and patented it first, I could see it be a re- being a really frustrating experience. I could see that it's probably consuming the time of many, many lawyers and corporate suits across Canada and the U.S. and all, all around the world. Um, and judges. I, I see the benefits – of of pat uh, uh, of of protecting an idea like nobody likes the Id- the idea of their idea being stolen um that that said the negatives are just absolutely overwhelming on this thing like i mean the fact that you can even sell an idea that you created to somebody else there's like this reddit meme going around right now where we're about reposting where somebody goes in gives a ball to a guy and it's like i created this i made this and then the other person picks it up looks at it and then says i made this and then walks out obviously about to take credit or repost it and that's that's seemingly what patents are it's like you just pass around this hot potato that says that you are the creator you are the owner of this thing i know it's not exactly the same thing but it's it's very frustrating uh in theory and i it's it especially the medical side of things that we talked about at the end is something that really troubles me like i mean the idea that that people could be sick and not able to afford uh what is really inexpensive medicine to create because somebody is charging exorbitant amounts of money due to due to patents it feels like it's in conflict with the idea of humans helping each other and, and bettering each other, uh, bettering themselves collectively. It's like the ultimate triumph of the individual over the collective. And for that reason, I'm, I'm going to just go straight up and say that patents are bad. Patents, um, bad from Crofton. This was a very interesting issue. And w- when we, lay it out like that with the whole you know Bo you 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 talked about it like protect your idea like it makes total sense you know you you want some protection for it and then the way it's abused clearly you know it just looks so like especially when you think about the the drugs and stuff like that you can be held hostage your life can be because someone owns a patent seems just so ethically wrong and i think what a lot of this comes down to for me um it's just that the, the, the people are – if patents is a reason you're doing something, owning patent and getting to be a multimillionaire from your idea, I think you're doing it for the wrong reason. And as much as you know, having protection of, of your intellectual property 
might encourage you to do creative things. I really think that true creative things are driven by passion. Like, I mean, if we came on, went on the internet tomorrow and we found a, pa- a podcast called um, Excellent, Terrible, or Hogwash, um, which people <laughs> rated random topics with uh, and gave verdicts on it, I wouldn't try to sue those people. I'd say, well, all right. You know? Wait, wait, wait. The, our legal office is calling and telling you not to say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like PR is going nuts. Ex- PR office. Excellent, terrible, or hog, hog, hog wash. I'm like, what a shitty name. Ours is so much better. But I mean, even, you know, I'd be like, if someone wanted to try to do exactly what we're doing, they'd be like, you know what? More power more power to them. Would I want to go and file a copyright of, of, of the concept of three people discussing a topic and at random and giving divert like no it's an idea if anyone else wants to use it you know we don't we do it because because we enjoy conversation and and exploring ideas and if anyone else enjoys doing that too and didn't think of this idea well great they can do it too i just feel like you do do things for the right reason uh, and i hate that we live in a society where often the, the reason that motivates people is getting rich more money and i'm just like that's not what it's what inspires and motivates me so i'm gonna go with croft on this and just say that patents are downright bad and for the person that gets their you know ideas stolen i feel bad for them but i I think it's more a reflection of the ills of our society um you know and and i think so there's there's work to be done to to correct the way things are doing uh, things are going anyhow Hmm. but you say uh i like putting the shows into buckets and stuff like that well i would put this one in there with lawyers and insurance yeah. Uh, make a nice little pile. It's definitely part of the legalese, uh, you know. Corp- I hate the law. Corporate <laughs> bastards. I fought the law and the law won. All right. You know what I realized? We also did an episode on anarchy. And uh, as I get older, I kind of am starting to think, like, I think I, th- I think I might be an anarchist. Oh, it, no. You might be. It's a new and, idea. I'm like, I think I am. And, this is one but of those not things. like the teenager anarchy where you draw an A on your textbooks and stuff. Like, e- exactly. It's funny because I've always disliked the anarchy because of that. Like, I don't identify with punk culture whatsoever. I don't believe in chaos, but there's a whole philosophical undertone to anarchy, which we discussed because we didn't know much about it, but we, we did bring it up in our episode. Anyways, That's never yeah, stopped us. I don't like all this law. Before. All right. And it won't in the future. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, speaking of the future, um, we're going to be doing a lot more episodes like this, as we are wont to do. If you have a topic that you think would be awesome to uh, discuss, we can fuel the random topic generator with it. Send it. Send us an email, goodbadbull at gmail.com. You can also uh, tweet at us, at goodbadbull. Uh, and uh, you can go to our website, goodbadbull.com, and you'd find all our old episodes there. Um, and so before you send in a topic, you should go check to see if we haven't already done it. Because like, this is like, I don't know, 250 episode episodes of shows. Episode 120. Sure, whatever. Uh, I was just kind of, you know, guessing. Um, you can also follow the show. Uh, you can listen to it on the website, but you can sign up on iTunes or Stitcher. We hope you do that. Like us on Facebook as well. All those places you can often give us a review or just tell your friends how awesome we are and that they should come and listen to us. That's always great and appreciated. Um, guys, so if our listeners want to 
follow us individually. I know that there's ways of doing that. Let's start with Bo. Bo, how would people follow you? You can find me at Bo Schwartz, where I tweet about GBB, eat the exclamation mark, and I have my first good, bad, or bullshit viral sticker photo going to be happening soon. I'm going to put my sticker on a thing, take a picture of it, and tweet at Good Bad Bull so that Good Bad Bull can retweet it. And you can do that too. Don't forget, if you want free stickers, write in and we'll send you some. I tell you, that sounded pretty dirty, viral, stick my sticker on a thing. I, I have no idea what your photo is going to be, but just remember there could be kids following our, our Twitter account. Michael, if people uh, want to follow you, where can they do that thing? Uh, they can follow me at ML Hodgins, and I promise I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more and more about making a tweet. <laughs> I haven't really done one recently, but I'm well, there's a lot. I should do one for the viral campaign at the very least. Do you have a reason to? Tweet? Oh, I did. I've done a few for those. Those are the only reason I would do them. But the other day, I picked up my phone and I was like, I should tweet something. And then I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything I want to tweet right now. <laughs> well, there's a lot of characters to use, uh, and you can reach me at Croft and Steers. Uh, well, guys, I learned a lot in this episode. I have to give it give it that. I asked a lot of questions because, honestly, patents wasn't something that I was too well-versed in before. Although, on my comic books as a kid, it was weird because, like, sometimes, like, Spider-Man, it would say Spider-Man, and then there would be, like, a little copyright symbol. But then it would say, on an X-Men comic or something, it might say X-Men, and there'd be a little trademark. Uh, and it was uh, for different characters. Sometimes it would be a copyright symbol, and sometimes it would be a trademark symbol. And honestly, I had no idea what the f and difference was. But mo- both are not patents. No, I know that. But we talked about. But they're the all. Com- but they're all in the intellectual property. Like I understand the crossover of those things. I just it's also why kinda- would X Men be? Why would one be trademarked and one be copyrighted? I don't understand. But I think they're different kind of protections and for different kind of things. I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find an explanation pretty easily. Uh, what I also find interesting about all this stuff, um, and I'm sure it'll come up at one point as another d- type of topic, but this is all related and extensions of private property, um, which is which is an interesting sort of concept that we take as a granted in our society. And I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point in the future, but it's an interesting one too as a broader, but it's related to this stuff. One final it, confession. There is a... Oh. Go ahead, Crofton. No, no, no. Go ahead, Bob. Oh, Sorry. that because um, we were talking about if there was another podcast out there called, you know, Hogwash Excellent or Gnarly uh, and uh, or something. And there actually is another. I, I discovered this like ten or eleven episodes into us doing our show a few years ago. There is another podcast out there called Topics, where they pick a topic at random. But I don't think they do our verdict thing. But I intentionally d- avoided listening to it because I didn't want it to taint what we did with the show. But uh, who knows who we came first? We must sue them. There, Let's there's a, sue them. There's a legal battle. I think we should call our, our legal, our, our lawyer friend. Well, if, I, if they existed I, before us, we lose, right? Well, I rate their show bullshit. But maybe on a technicality. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, I, that'll be I, our I'll legal defense. Our legal defense will just be an episode of GBB that we'll try and record in the courtroom. <laughs> Yeah, and it'll be like we'll give we'll make sure to give it a unanimous bad, and we'll be like, "Sorry, judge, it's a unanimous." <laughs> and it came bad. out of the we're random doing... topic generator. We couldn't have set this up at all. I I just like if we were like we we listen we all listen to the show, and it's just super amazing, and then destroys our will to do this show. We're like, well. 
just listen. We replace our goodbadbull.com website with just listen to topics. It's really good. Yeah, I like our oh, title better. We got a better brand, I think. But no disrespect to them. I'm sure they're great. You know, it does this. Them or excellent, terrible, or hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.